This is Sean J. Granny, aka Sean Gran, and today I'm talking to one of my favorite producers of the modern era, and his name is Beng Fang. How are you doing, sir? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. You? I'm good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Welcome. <Thanks> for <laughs> to start, what's your musical background? So man, I actually, you? yeah, musical background. I actually don't have any musical background, which is sad, but um, I don't know. I think uh, it's more, it's just a more artistic background. So it's not really music, but um, I've always been into art. I feel like any other musician, but yeah, my parents are both artists, so I was always exposed to art, and I just kind of gravitated towards music. Cool. So what kind of music did your parents play when you were growing up? And, you know, honestly, they didn't really play a lot of music. I just kind of had to find music myself. Um, I was introduced to a lot of music through my older sister. She's uh, 10 years older than me, and so she was always in, um, like, the cool stuff before you know and then I, she just introduced me to everything can you can you hear my ac by the way should i turn that it's kind of loud yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay hold on let me, let me turn that down where does the beng fang name come from is it related to the two chinese letters that you include in your artwork no no that's a that's a funny story because it actually started i was um i, I saw there's a, if you google it there's this um art supplies called bean fang it's b-i-e-n-f-a-n-g if you've seen that before, you can look it up right now. I am, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, they, they look familiar, yeah, actually. It looks familiar, yeah. So I saw this, and I always thought it was spelled Bang Fang. I was like, oh, man, this is Bang Fang. Because, you know, it's an artist background. So, like, there's always, like, these art supplies everywhere in my house. So, you know, that's what inspired me. I was like, oh, Bang Fang. I like the sound of that. But later, knowing that this was actually pronounced Bean Fang. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to go by Bang Fang. And then I switched the... Switch up the spelling a bit. Okay, so when you started out, you were actually using the um, B I E N spelling. Yeah, B. No, 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 no. I didn't use that spelling. I just switched it because I just switched it to more um, Bang Fang. B E N G. I just wanted to switch up a bit. I didn't want to use the exact same thing. Yeah. But that's inspired me for the name. Oh, okay, cool. And what yeah. about the um, the two? Is it two hammers that you have in your artwork, like crossed like that? Yeah, yeah. That's like when I first started. I don't. Yeah, that's that's a logo that I first started using. And where did that come from? That just came from I don't know. I just whipped that up real yeah. quick because I needed something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so, Google. Google something. <laughs> <laughs> I just like thresholded it. Yeah. So it's, it, uh, you started out making dubstep, which explains why the Gossip Hour has traces of it. What yeah. made you leave that sound? You went way back. You went way back. You yeah, yeah. I know about Edward Yang Productions, man. Hey, that's <laughs> I've crazy. I've been on that YouTube. I do my that's research. Crazy. But uh, yeah, what made you leave that sound and embrace the synth-heavy one that you currently purvey? Um, I think to be an artist, you just always have to evolve and just change. I don't want to keep making the same thing, you know? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, like, I don't want to be pigeonholed to any sound. You know, it was fun. I mean, I learned a lot and that's like, you know, I still make a lot of music that has dubstep influence and I like a lot of music that has it, but I mean, it just can't always be dubstep. I like the the change, you know. I always want to be different, just try new things. Yeah. So Imperial Grade is set to be your debut album following a string of EPs and Lucy's. How did your approach in creating an LP differ to that of your past work? It's still blurry between if it's a LP or an EP or a project or a mixtape, you know, I feel like nowadays it's kind of like everything is just, it doesn't, you know, like, I don't know what weight it holds anymore. If yeah, it's it doesn't mixtape. need labels. 
Yeah, it doesn't need labels. So I call it a project because a lot of work went into the product design, the packaging, which I designed myself. And there's a uh, drum kit in it for producers to use. And, um, you know, everything was the commercial, everything else. I don't know. It's like a whole, it's a project than an album itself because the product itself is an art piece also. Cool. So. Yeah. So it also marks your first physical release. And going off of pictures, it seems to include an SD card along with a plastic package that it all comes in. What inspired the look of its physical form? Yeah, the physical form. I mean, I, I always wanted to do SD cards. Like this was something when I was like high with my friend. This was like a few years back. We're like, man, this is sweet. Like we should just put like albums on this thing. But to know like recently, there's this producer named ADR that released his album on SD cards also. I was like, man, he just did it before we, you know, just like, I don't know. I was making it as he was putting it out. So I was like, man, like that sucks. I'm not going to be the first one. So I'm like, but it's cool though. It's like, it's, uh, you know, doing it right. That's what it is. Yeah, your packaging looks really unique as well. What was the concept behind the album and where does the title come from? Imperial Grade, it's um, the, the concept behind the album. I really wanted to make a sci-fi soundtrack. So recently I've been really into movie scores and um, scoring and, you know, heavy epic sounds. So I try to incorporate that. And Imperial Grade is just, you know, it's it's like a package. The, it's a, an actual electric static bag. So that's what they actually use to like handle, you know, hardware for computer parts. So I like the title. It just, um, I mean, it's kind of open-ended too, but it kind of like says something in itself, you know, like it's um, just imperial grade music. It's a type, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a part of upper echelon. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So um, what movie scores have you been listening to then? Recently, I've been listening to Micah Levy. She scored Under the Skin. It's a really interesting score. She's, she's really cool too. She's pretty young and uh, I like her stuff. She also makes music, but what really caught me was her score for Under the Skin. And it's really simple, like strings. It'll be just a string sound that she'll have mixed with these other small synths. And it's just, I don't know, it fits so well with the movie. And the movie is awesome too. Like the movie and the soundtrack kind of inspired Imperial Grade pretty much. Yeah. And Blade, Blade Runner too. Okay, cool. I've never actually heard of Under the Skin, which is surprising because it seems to be like I mean, it's, Scarlett it, Johansson. Yeah, it's it's a really it's an awesome movie. Okay. And and she was I think that was like her first movie. She was nude and. <laughs> All right, I see you. That's just putting it out there. I don't yeah. Know. Um, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> so is the gossip hour after hours still coming? Yeah, I mean, I, I put that up just as like you know something fun, like a joke. I like. But I mean, it's cool. I was like, oh, the after hours. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Cause you yeah what, what song is it? It was Honey Plus Plus, right? Yeah, yeah, Honey. Yeah, Honey. That was uh, actually a track that was made right after the Gossip Hour. Like, I was still in that phase. But it just didn't make it onto the project because I made it, you know, a few weeks after it dropped. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is still, that would have so, like, this would have been, like, so hard on the album, you know, on that EP. But um, yeah, so I just saved that for a while and then I just put it out. Like a like year later. Okay, so there's no actual like follow up to Gossip Hour coming. There, I, there is, there is. I, I see. I treat I treat um albums like movies. You know, the Gossip Hour was a movie that I made. Yeah. And then this is a different movie, but 
Gossip Hour After Hours will be a sequel to Gossip Hour. So I like the aesthetics or the sound of the sonics of Gossip Hour, but I uh, I want to incorporate something new. So I'm trying to think of, but I have this other project that, I, that I'm thinking of now that I want to get to do that one and then do that. And then I think the Gossip Hour After Hours will come out. Such is the life of a creative, eh? Always yeah. on to the next and then the next. Yeah, I think you've answered this already, but how has your sound changed since the days of the Gossip Hour EP? You've taken somewhat of a darker tone. Uh, I would yeah. say it started with the Black Texture Project and yeah, yeah, yeah. Imperial Grade is pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. Why, wait, well, the question was why is it getting darker? <laughs> uh, essentially, yeah, but I guess the question was how has your sound changed? But I guess it's not changed okay, because you're yeah. still embracing that Gossip Hour style. So yeah. how has your sound evolved? Like if you could put it into words. Because mm. I've just put my perception oh, of it, but as, yeah, as yeah. Player, what's your perspective? I think your perspective of it would be better. Um, I don't know, you know, I really, I'm just doing what sounds good to me and I'm not trying to do it in a way that's non-organic, so I really can't explain how it's changed, you know, so I guess you're going to have to tell me. Nah, that's a good answer, man. Yeah. So what's the scene like for your style of music in Chicago? There's a few people out here that's doing it, that's holding it down, which is cool. But um, I think, I mean, you know, like drill music is big, but I think the rap, rap is always big, rap and hip hop. And I, and I think um, a lot of my style is hip hop too, you know. But the scene for this style of beat music, like bass, I guess you call it, right? Um, I don't know. I guess it's still, it's still pretty quiet at this point. Cool. Yeah, because I kind of struggled to like I was thinking about it just before the interview. And I was trying to think like, what is Bang Fang's music like? Is it hip hop? Is it future yeah. based? That that term is so overused now. Yeah, uh, yeah. As far as like musicians go that I listen to currently, I would say that like you are like one of the most unique. So even when I was putting together this mix, I'm still putting it together. But like, the mix I'm trying to like do inspired by Bang Fang. Yeah, so I was looking yeah. at like who really fits that sound, and I could only find a few people so far. So I don't know if yeah. you know him, but Drip Mob. Mom, yeah. I haven't. I'm, I'm gonna look that up. For okay, sure. yeah. So they'll be in the mix. So if you if you just peep okay. the mix, like you hear a track from them, they're really fresh. But they they haven't put out that much music. That's cool. That's awesome. awesome. I got. Let me check the, the track list. Woo Five, who's the homie. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Home for sure. Um, Suruda. Ooh. If you know Suruda, he used oh, to go yeah, by the yeah. Tetris fingers. He's yep, pretty dope. And yeah, the rest is just stuff from the GTW. Yeah, and that's cool. And Mint Club. Oh. It, that's cool because yeah. it's, it's so unique. But I mean, today yeah, I was just listening to. Sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was You're just going to say, I was listening to uh, Ye Ye. I don't know if you know him. No. This Korean dude who lives in LA, I think. Uh, and he makes that kind of like sort of a similar trappish sound to like yeah. uh, Gossip Power. But. Cool. Yeah, I was listening to that. I was like, yeah, this kind of fits because I always go back to his SoundCloud every now and then. Um, he's re he's infamous because he did this like beat that was about an hour and a half long and uh, it just goes through different phases. It's really interesting. I'll have to send it to you after. Yeah, yeah. Send me some stuff, man. Yeah, put me on some new stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's good and bad because it's hard to get on some of these blogs and stuff because like, you know, it's not very like in a category of like super trap you know festival trap or like housey or whatever you know it's kind of like a nomad i'm just like wandering around the scene just like you know but it's cool at the same time because then you know i have like a sound that is different yeah and i mean people are picking up like people are starting to notice when you've had shouts from like majestic casual mr yeah, Carmack, yeah. sango yeah. dropped something rare in his boiler room so. yeah yeah it's cool yeah i mean as long as you know it's just a progressive like you know I don't want to make like one big track. I like the progressive building of like a fan base, you know, so it was just cool. 
Yeah, have you met either of those guys, Mr. Carmack or Sanger? Because I no, think no, I found I've... out about you from Mr. Carmack ages ago. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't met them, but um, yeah, we, we talk, we talked on Twitter, we talked yeah. on Twitter. So yeah, no, I haven't, yeah, cool. I haven't seen them. So yeah. if you had to pick one song that defines Bang Fang, what would it be? That can Dang. be in your own releases or outside of them. It's, it's up to you, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. Take your time. I think I think the whole thing of Bang Fang is that, you know, it's unpredictable. Like, that's what I want to do, you know? I want to, yeah, I just want to do, like, unpredictable where it's, yeah, I don't know. That's that's tough. Yeah. It doesn't uh, have to be in your own releases. It could be it something that, like, really inspired you. Oh, oh, you're saying, like, something that I, that I didn't make? No, no, no. I'm saying you choose <laughs> whether it's something you made or something you didn't, like, you didn't make. What song okay. to you defines Bang Fang as a concept or as a sound or whatever? It's, it's fully in your court. Right now, let's see. What sound? I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. That's tough. It's fine if you can't. Yeah, yeah. I probably can't. I can't. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. I, just, I can't think of one song that... Or a project or think. an artist or... Well, if it's a project, then it's definitely Imperial Grade. Okay. <laughs> Like, you know, as of now. Yeah. Yeah. But then when you want to do the next one, it'll be the next one, naturally. Yeah, then the next one, yeah. 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 That's cool, man. What artists were you listening to when you first got into music? Because you didn't cover that in the beginning. What artist? I uh, I don't know. I, I think I listened to pretty, you know, standard stuff like Timbaland, Neptunes, Kanye, Missy. Um, when I first started, and then, you know, I just branched out to electronic stuff dead mouse and yeah i mean not no one like really like you know underground or anything i liked all like the the mainstream stuff. The, the heavy wrong with that. yeah yeah i like the heavy hitters yeah I, re- I mean i really got into uh movie scores i think that would probably be like a unique thing i guess that not a lot of people listen to mm. because it's so just you know you watch a movie then you forget about it because if it's done well, I guess you don't really hear it that much because it's so, you know, you pay attention to what you're seeing. It's something that's, um, that you don't really pay attention to is the movie score. Yeah. But, you know, I pay attention to, well, I try to pay attention to more movie scores and I, I really enjoy the music and I really figure out how it's done and what makes it good. Awesome. So you started Mint Club a couple of years ago with Ziptoffer and Von Avery. How did that come about? Yeah, man, they're just homies, man. Like we're friends first over like anything else. We're just homies, and like we were just at at one part. I think this was like maybe 2013. We were just getting drunk a lot, so we we're drinking a lot and just like recording, just having fun. And then we just ended up recording like 50 songs in like a few weeks. And then we're like, holy shit, like, this is a lot of songs. Like, the process of it is pretty fast and just like, boom, 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 boom. We're just like, on to the next one, on to the next one. Like, there's never a moment where we're like, no, that's whack. Or like, no, man, let's change this. It's like, no, it's just like, we just like keep going, keep going, and keep going. You know? And then that's how Main Club came. It's just very fluid, fluid project. And it's like, it actually started with me and Zip. We're like, hey, man, let's start making trap beats. I just started doing like trap music because like this was like when the drill scene came up and then um yeah we were just really into uh trap at that time drill but um i don't know the project really didn't sound trappy or drilly but that's kind of what the thing was but we were just 
incorporating a bunch of different sounds, which, you know, at the end it sounded different than regular trap or drill. That's cool though. Yeah. Because yeah, it was inspired by it, but then I guess your like bang bang twist. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Mint Collection Volume 1 is quite a long project. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. At least track wise. But yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all quite short. So, it just seemed like almost like demos and stuff. So it's cool that it's kind of like a just uh, almost like yeah. a train of thought project. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you download it, it's just like it's fluid. It, it all mixes. It's mm. a, it sounds like one long mix. But I don't know, SoundCloud, you know, like it takes a second to load. So there's like that jump. <laughs> yeah. Song. Like, oh no, it ruins it. You know, you hear like a little skip in between. That's a good point, actually, because I think definitely the Gossip Hour. I don't yeah. know about Black Texture or Imperial Grade, but that one also has like seamless transitions. What's the reason yeah. behind that? Behind the seamless transitions? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they're awesome, I, but I just wondered like I why. Yeah, I just thought, I thought it was cool at the time. No, no, <laughs> it, it, is cool. Yeah. it is cool. And it's, it's just yeah. not something that many producers do at all. Yeah, I just think I just thought it was cool. I just thought I was like, yeah, why not? Like, you could just mix this song into the next one somehow, and then I don't know. I just didn't see a reason not to do it. Yeah. So does that mean that most of the songs from Mint Collection came about in 2013? Yeah, Mint Club, uh, the Mint Condition. It came through Mint 2000. Yeah, I did. I started in 2013, and um, it's like we worked <laughs> on it for maybe like over a year, a year and a, it started in 13, and then we just worked for a couple years on it, and then just put it out, just kept putting stuff out. But we have like a bunch in the vault. There's like a lot of, a lot of stuff in the vault. But we're definitely gonna put some more stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited for that. Yeah. But the project's not downloadable, by the way. It's not downloadable. No, it's okay. never been like because it, it says like on the in the description it's like download for seamless play experience. Like, <laughs> well, there's no download link. It doesn't even make there... sense. I had to ask you for the download. Let's check, Let's check that. All right. Yeah, yeah you, you need to get on that, mate. Because I think a lot of people would would sleep on that because they can't download it. Yeah, yeah. And Let's check that out. Yeah, you ch check it out now. And I'm, I'm gonna get some water. <laughs> All right. <laughs> for sure. You're right, man. You're right. That's that's uh that's embarrassing. <laughs> Man, that's surprising. Gonna, I thought you knew. I thought you just like teasing fans or something. Yeah, sometimes I sometimes like to mess around, but like no. I mean, I yeah. I thought I yeah okay. We we'll get we we'll get the link up. We'll All right. Up. <laughs> See, that that was good. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Nah, nah, it's all good, man. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> You and Ambient Boy formed Big Game Hunters almost a year ago, at least like going off the release. What inspired you guys to link up and do a co-release? Well, uh, oh, me and Ambient Boy, um, I grew up with him. So we were like, we've known, we've known each other since we were five. And then we were making beats together. And um, I don't know, I just, uh, it just felt right like to do a project, Big Game Hunters. That's like the thing that we do, like Big Game Hunters. Um, the title actually comes comes from uh, the game. Have you heard of StarCraft? Yeah, I know it. No, you know. Oh, okay. I, I, sorry, I, I shouldn't say I know. I know of it, but I don't really know it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there's this map. Yeah. There's this uh, famous map on the game called Big Game Hunters, and it's like the standard map everyone plays. <laughs> and that's where we got the name from, because we were really into that at one point in our lives. It was like around middle school, yeah. playing a lot of StarCraft. Big Game Hunters map, so... That's a dope name, though. <laughs> Are you guys ever gonna work on like music together, or do you think that like it'll always be like a uh, let's share tracks and put them in one thing? 
I, I think I think we will, but um, he lives in he lives in Minnesota now. He moved back. He was in he lived in New York, but um, he moved back to Minnesota. And I mean, when we're, we're in the studio, I guess we will. But um, I don't know. We both have such unique sounds, you know. Yeah. So like, he has his own thing going, and you know, I don't want to like change anything that he's doing. Yeah, if it's not organic or it doesn't feel like it yeah, fits, yeah. then don't just like sacrifice it just because you're friends. Right. Right. But it fits in a way where, like, when he makes it, and then I'll make my own thing, and then we blend it together. They kind of go together. But other, yeah. But I mean, yeah, we've tried to work like stuff. But I think I think this is like a good um, way to how we how we work together because he has such a unique sound, and then I'll do my thing, and we'll just put them on a tape together. Yeah. So last year you spent some time in Shanghai. What brought you out there? Oh, I was there. Um, for an art exhibit that my dad was having. So he's an artist and he was having an art exhibition there at the Sangdong Museum. And so I was there for that. But then when I got there, I was hit up by C-Space TV to do a show there. So that's how I got that that uh, that gig. Awesome. So what kind of art do your parents do? Uh, they're painters, fine art. Yeah, painting, um, figurative kind of colorful stuff yeah. not colorful uh, yeah figurative painting fine art cool yeah. so how do the crowds out there compare to those back home in america well the the place that i played at was more of a office it, it was an office place that they have guests there to um do a podcast so it's more of the uh like video yeah you know like a, a, a boiler room exactly more yeah. compact as opposed right, to like a proper right. gig huh Right, so it's more like a boiler room, um, and it's yeah, really compact. Like there isn't a really big space for people. But I mean, the the people that were there, I guess they were vibing out for a bit. I think they were confused at first. They're like, "What kind of music is this?" You know, they're just like vibing it out, like, "What is this?" And then slowly getting getting into it. But I don't know. I mean, after the show, everyone was like really hyped. They were like, "Oh man, that's really cool!" Like you know, they're just excited about it. But I think they're kind of reserved. But at the same time, I think they appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what would you say is the biggest misconception people have about you or your music? Um, I don't know. A lot. I think I guess a lot of people think that um, I'm underground or something. I don't, do know the, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I don't know. Like, like underground, like the underground sound. Like I want to do underground things, I guess. Mm. Is, that, is that even a thing? I don't know. I kind of, I, I, I kind of understand. I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure. <laughs> we'll move on to the next one then. Yeah. All right. So the, uh, um, I guess yeah. So if you could change, if you could, <laughs> if you could change one thing about the scene your music exists in, what would it be? Uh the scene my music exists in. So it's like the SoundCloud, <clears throat> the SoundCloud scene. It's whatever you take it to be. Like it, it could be SoundCloud. It could be in Chicago. It could be from your perspective. It could be from fans' perspectives, from the online perspective, from the social media perspective. It's all on you. Okay. I don't think I'll change the scene. I think I'll change the the audience. I want the audience to appreciate the scene more because there's a lot of good talent and a lot of good music. And uh, you know, other than the radio things that's going on. Radio thing. Yeah. No, like just like radio, like top, top. Oh right, but then beyond the uh, the top. 40 yeah, yeah. Stuff. Just yeah. what people are getting exposed to, you know, like if the audience or the people really search music and find stuff, like they'll find a lot of awesome things. 
instead of just always being showed what's awesome. Yeah. By you know, by whatever media company, record label and stuff. Yeah. So according to yourself, what artists should we be on the lookout for? Let's see. On the lookout for. If you want to list um, film school companions, <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Yeah. 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 He's awesome. Zimmer's yeah. cool. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aztec is really dope. He's a Chicago producer. He's he's um, killing it right now. And it's weird. I like. I always have so many, but then it's how like you like. Ask the question, they will disappear. Yeah, yeah. Then I like forget it. Um, you have a list that there or something coming up. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like all the people like that I know are already up. You know, to a certain. Yeah. Like who? <laughs> Oh, like, okay. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, Joker, uh, the British producer, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's dope, Joker. yeah, he's really dope. But I feel like, yeah, he's already like people know him, yeah. I guess he's, he's like slapped on though, I think, you know. But I really like his stuff, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm getting some bad answers for this one. Nah, nah, it's all good, man. <laughs> so, aside from music, what are your hobbies? video i guess like visual works just uh like art making graphics and yeah just any everything i, I mean i like music and just visual visual stuff making videos yeah Mu i guess music videos yeah yeah because yeah like the, uh, the the commercial i showed you i shot that too and just i don't know yeah it's video stuff awesome I guess music started as a hobby, so you can't have too many hobbies, right? I, I don't know. I mean, you, you can. Like, <laughs> I, I have a ridiculous like, amount of hobbies, but it's just like I don't really get to do them all the time or do them that much because right, yeah. I'm like a jack of all trades but a master of none. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Any other ones? I don't know. That's sad. <laughs> you're making me feel sad. No, I don't have any. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the intention, man. Like and I, if, you, if you're dedicated to music and video only, then that's yeah, dope. Yeah, like, that's that's, really that's what drives else. you. That's all yeah, That's all you need, man. Yeah, I really don't do anything else other than that. Maybe watch movies. Watch yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Social or pass. I don't know. Yeah. What'd you say? I said, I don't know. If it's a movie, if it's a hobby or a pastime, I don't know. Oh, but no, watching of course it's a hobby. It's a hobby? Okay. Yeah, of course. So what, what's your favorite movie then? Uh, Matrix. Matrix is number one. Like the uh, the story behind the Matrix, the score too. Rob Dogan and um, the the visual effects. It was revolutionary at its time. Just the first one, or all of them? Okay. But the first one was definitely the oh, best yeah, one. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was just like, I know, I love the aesthetics of it too. Yeah. Like the greenish tint behind everything and just like the room that's like completely white, you know, the Matrix room. Like, you know, when they go into like, I don't know, it's just it's just a beautiful movie. And uh, and another favorite is uh, Spirited Away. Yeah. Same yeah, Miyazaki, dude, Miyazaki is amazing. Yeah, so Spirit Away is definitely another favorite of mine. All, all Miyazaki movies are dope. Yeah, I haven't seen his newest one, the the one that he did before he retires, the the Wind Rises, wind, the Window Rises. Yeah, Wind Rises. Yeah, yeah. The, you haven't seen it? No, is it good? Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. 
I didn't like the one before that. Like, I think it was Ari Getty. No, no, it wasn't oh, Ponyo. Okay. No, 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 I think that was a, a Nevermind. I think his son was the one that did the other one. Um, the boy was, was another dude, I think. Actually, yeah, maybe his son. Oh, never mind. It was alright, yeah. but... Yeah. yeah. But they just don't have the same magic. Huh? They just don't have the same magic when it's like not Miyazaki yeah, for most yeah. of it. Th- but I think Miyazaki, he's like, what, like 80 almost? So yeah. he's, you know, he has life experience. I thought it was really cool, um, this documentary about him, you know, making the movie. And he's just like, you know, he's really cool. Like he's about making, You got oh yeah, you got to watch this documentary. I think it's something like, oh, the kingdom of dreams and madness. Okay. Shows him making the movie of um, The Wind Rises, and it's it's a it's an amazing documentary. He's a it's really interesting guy. He is. He's really interesting, and like he's really boring at the same time because <laughs> all he does is like make that movie. It's crazy. It's just you know he goes home by himself and just eats like this plain meal, and then just goes to sleep, and then wakes up the next day and just does the movie, and it's like he you know it just. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, he's a he's an interesting guy. What are your plans for the next twelve months? I have a video coming out that's already done. That I'm dropping two weeks after the project. It's for uh, it's for distant fantasy that track, and then I have another video that I'm gonna drop. I want I definitely want to put out another project, and hopefully just keep making music and um, maybe tour. By the end of the year, would that be a U.S. tour only, or um, who knows? Probably U.S. tour at first. Yeah, yeah, maybe Asia. I don't know. Depends. <laughs> Get it done when you can, man. Yeah, U.S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you doing music full time, or is this like a, a side? Hobby yeah, time? I'm doing. I'm doing few music full time at this point. Um, it's tough, but um, yeah, I'm like, I'm also a DJ. I have a residency at a club in Chicago, so I'm doing that. Do um, shout out. Yeah, it's a well, it was Soundbar at first, but now it's, we moved to Rio, so Rio, Chicago, every Thursday. You heard that, people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you heard that. Come through. Yeah, I'll be part. I'll be playing some jams. We were recently uh, um, switched to a Zook. So we're like playing a lot of like Zuka, Soka rhythm, uh, Mubaton. It's like very Latin inspired bass stuff. So yeah. it's, it's cool. Come that's, on Thursdays. That's interesting, yeah, because uh, one of my friends here, she's Brazilian and she's doing the same thing, teaching uh, English and stuff. And she sometimes holds classes. Uh, and when, the one that I went to was Zook. I didn't even know yeah. it was a thing until yeah, yeah. I went to this class and then they're like dancing with these Japanese ladies. Yeah. Rhythm. It's interesting, it's cool. Um, and I've heard like Zook remixes of popular songs, and it's kind of cool. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool.